Thank you for listening to the Mix, Sizzle, and Shake Your Business podcast. This is Sue Ann with Right Mix for Business, and today we have a very special show, including what, what, video, yes, video, to kick off our next 100 shows. Hello, hello. Today is something super special because I am delighted to bring you the incomparable, one-of-a-kind, hugely popular, world-renowned Ryan Bidoff, my favorite guy blogging from paradise. Now, because I'm trying to maintain my business composure here, I'm not going to jump up and down. I'm not going to squeal a lot, (laughs) but I just want you to know that's going on inside me this whole time while we're talking. (laughs) And, um, but really I couldn't be more, more thrilled really Ryan than to have you and this extraordinary opportunity to talk to you. So welcome. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. I'm deeply humbled and uh, looking forward to our chat. I think it's going to be different. At least that's my plan. <laughs> okay. So do you mind, Ryan, introducing yourself to people? Because um, you can probably do it, say it more precisely. So go ahead, give us your creds. Sure thing. Uh, my name is Ryan Bidoff. I am the owner and creator of bloggingfromparadise.com. Oh, wow. 10 years ago, I was an unemployed, broke security guard. And my then girlfriend, now wife Kelly, told me about making money online. So I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. She said, yeah, you could do this thing. And I had no idea. I didn't know what a blog was. I'm not kidding. I had no idea. I didn't know. So I'm looking it up. I'm like, this web blog thing, whatever. Did a little bit of research. I found a quote unquote mentor on Google back then, mentors. So anyway, (laughs) he said, yeah, you should start a blog. So I bought my domain and hosting, started this thing called the blog two days in wanted to quit so badly kelly walked me off the ledge i'm like who the hell am i i'm you know i'm a security guard no money this and that you know unemployed but then i dove in you know she walked me off the ledge eventually i started like a make money online blog for a bit and i had some success but i was missing that it factor the passion i didn't really love it so we were in fiji at the time and through an interesting turn of events i had to either get rid of my old blog or, uh, you know, I'd be in trouble, basically. So long and the short of it, I trashed the old blog. I conceptualized blogging from paradise, moved forward, income streams, cash flow streams, and all gone. Been, and it's been woo Yeah, from sense. there, it, yeah, it really took <laughs> off. It was such, such a lesson in release, Sue Ann. So from that point in 2014, I started Blogging Paradise. I taught travel bloggers, really any blogger, how to retire to a life of uh, island hopping through smart blogging, just based on simple blogging fundamentals. Uh, with that blog, I've written and self-published over a hundred ebooks. Wow! Uh, real inspirational. Yeah, I just received that inspirational pull, and I've been blessed to fe- be featured on sites like Richard Blanton's um, Virgin Blog, Forbes, Fox News, Entrepreneur, and I'm also a contributor for the Positively Positive One Million or whatever it's up to now member community, along with guys like Mark Cuban, the Shark Tank guy, Seth Godin. I think we know the marketing dude. So. Uh, so yeah, I'm really humbled by it. Yeah, it's just been such an interesting journey because I don't think I ever heard you say that part. Now I know you pretty inside and out, being around you for five or more years, but um, I never—I don't think I ever heard the part where you didn't even know what a blog was because I—I w- I had a aversion to even saying the word blog. I wanted to call it like articles or something. Maybe I'm so old school, but yeah. So that's interesting. I didn't. I you really too. didn't. <laughs> I had no 
idea. I'm, I'm like, what is a blog? I'm like, oh, it's a web log. Oh, I kind of get it. It's just like a log on the web of your thoughts. And news. I think so, that yeah, is I so cool. Nothing, you know, I had no, yeah, yeah, no, I had no entrepreneurial bones in my body. I just, I was always taught you just get a job. <laughs> that was like, get a job, make sure you pay the bills, get a job, make sure you pay the bills. And like, that was my purpose. And I'm thinking, and I've wrote about it a few times. I'm like, do I really want that to be on my gravestone? He paid bills. Right? I'm like, oh, maybe. When you put it that way, huh? Yeah, that's a little sobering and, you know, a little uh, humorous and that wake up call for a lot of folks. So it's like, oh, yeah, maybe I want to do something I enjoy during this journey called life. So there were some big shifts there over the years. But yeah, that's kind of. That's kind of me in a nutshell. Well, in, in an hour long or whatever podcast, because I know I, I can. I'm so I'm so thrilled. I'm so thrilled because, um, look, first of all, just thank you for being here again. And I'm going to give you, if it's okay, my version of Ryan's creds. Sure. Okay. So I honestly can't think of one blogger, not one, at least among all the many blogging and writing friends that I have who don't know and love you, Ryan. You you are universal. You really are. Um, when your name comes up, I'm not the only one with those squeals and giggles going on. But when your name comes up with, you know, my blogging and writing crew, they're like, oh, Brian, oh, 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 everybody loves you. And so to me, what that says is Ryan has a number one, number one, Ryan has a giant network as a blogger. That's the first lesson with Ryan. And then I hooked up, my own story, I hooked up with Ryan first on Twitter. And honestly, I shared his work um, and as one of my industry faves, because I pegged, you know, my industry faves, I shared your work for at least, I think, three or four years before I think you noticed me. <laughs> but when you did notice me, right, you reached out and, and that's when we became friends on Facebook. You actually invited me, which, you know, woo, lets it fall off your chair. So we became friends on Facebook. And that's when I think I really started to connect more with you because I was, ha I had the, you know, ability to hear more of your, you know, philosophy and to, you know, get with your videos, you kind of get more, you know, a sense of everything of, you know, you know, your thinking and your philosophy. So, um, when when you did you reached out we connected oh and i feel like our biggest shared love you and i is the connection with writing more so than the specifically blogging um but also we share our love for feline people right and we both have little blonde angels for nieces that we hang with right and um the other thing is i think we are both so open-minded and inclusive of all people and I think that is huge. And so one of the biggest delights so far in my entire life is um, the, the invitation to be a contributor on your blog. You have no idea because I probably thought three or four years ago, boy, someday I would love to write on that blog. And you really don't have, or, you know, on and off you've had, you don't have, you do it the bulk of your own, right? So I feel like it was such an honor. Um, but not only that, I don't have the words really to express uh, how much I appreciate you. That, that's what I'm trying to say. But um, if nothing else today, and I just get to say thank you, you know, I'm cool with this whole thing. But this is the other thing. With your kind support, here I am. I'm going off my rocker. I'm not just doing an audio podcast. I'm videotaping. So this is Ryan's influence 
on bloggers. He's pulling me into, you know, trying this video interview. And so this is a good example, I think, Ryan, of some of what you do um, for other bloggers, right? Because without your slow and steady encouragement, at least from my perspective, you know, as part of your, you know, network, I would not be on video right now. I can promise you that. Even though I have videos that date back three or four years, I've been trying to do it. I, I wouldn't actually be here live and doing it. I, and like whether this makes it live on or not, we'll see. But um, so just so you know, um, that with your encouragement, here we are doing a video, my worst nightmare. <laughs> and um, the other thing our association has meant to me is that it has grown me from this, you know, tiny blogosphere into an international blogosphere because I've made so much, so many friends. I'm having so much fun making new friends, helping young bloggers, many of whom have come to know me directly through you. I know this. And um, not only that, I'm learning about these other people, their cultures, their customs, their holidays. And, you know, I think that, you know, my, through you, my whole world's opened up to be much bigger, it, you know, even in the blogosphere, even in that community. And best of all, Ryan, best of all, more people are reading my work. And as a writer, brother, that's the holy grail, right? So thank yeah. you, love you. And that's just my little uh, opening. <laughs> love you too. I appreciate it. It almost sounds surreal, Suman, because when you're saying these things, I mean, I, I humbly just really appreciate you and, and your kind words so much, but it's like, guys the guy I was 10 years ago like I had none of this knowledge or experience like you got to understand where I was at and it's like my cousin when he sees it and the people who know me and my friends from like sophomore in high school 15 years old 30 years um they're the only ones other than my family and Kelly you know my wife that knows where I was at then so it's like everybody always thinks you look at someone who's maybe had some worldly success or whatever, and you think, ah, oh, they, they started like that, or it was easy, or it was effortless, or they were natural. And I always tell people, I'm more of a natural after 20,000 hours of blogging. And then for most people at 20,000 hours, they think one hour, and they're like, what? And you see, you have to be in love with it. So it's still surreal for me to think where I was back then and my fears and my vibe and then you saying this now and I'm like well see that's my hope that? <laughs> my hope in sharing that is that you realize that there's people all over like me that you know are listening to you and are like having like like that's why I want to do this a little different because you have brought me so many aha moments that is now finally like I'm ready to change a lot of how I've been going about this because it's all starting to add up and sink in and and that's kind of what I want to talk about so I'm thrilled to have you, um, but I don't want to talk about blogging exactly, okay? I don't want to cover that because you cover that all the time and so do I, right? I don't want to talk about, um, I want to touch on something new. I want to go beyond the basics and I want to go beyond that everyday jazz, you know, like blog commenting and all the all this stuff. So also, I don't want to talk about mindset, although that I'm sure will be part of it because that's so much of who you are. You are extraordinary at explaining how significant to not only blogging, but to life and business success, that mindset is. So when we go into this now, this you know core of our, our interview here, um, I'd rather call it a discussion, I guess. But the premises I want to put out there is that we understand there's blogging basics and we need to all you know embrace that. And we all understand that you have to have a personal and business mindset. Um, they're absolutely pillars 
for us to work from as bloggers. But that's just square one from what I'm concerned, you know, as far as I'm concerned. So, hmm, what do I want to talk about with the fabulous Ryan then? What would I like to talk about? Well, I'd like to pick your brain, Ryan. I'd like to unravel some of the struggles I am in particular facing. And then that way, maybe you too, you people who might be listening or watching, can also, I hope, learn a little because sometimes when you're a blogger or writer or you're a freelance person, a solopreneur, whatever you want to call it, even a small business, you kind of become like wandering around. And then when you're in the digital space, like sometimes I'm this nomad in the digital space, like what am I doing? And then on, on not only that, you get lost in that digital abyss. So I want to like really hone in on how to approach all that, I guess. Perfect. Yeah, no, it sounds great. Sounds great. That, yeah, that cool it's just, you? yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Let's dive in. Yeah, I think everybody knows some of what you think in general about, you know, the blogging basics. That's your core. So let's take it a little deeper. And, uh, you know, again, forgive, I'm not trying to talk about me, but I'm going to use me as an example to, to help everyone else, I hope. So my first note on here is about focus freakouts that move you away from rather than towards your um, main goals and ideas. Okay, and I believe that this is bit this look at first I thought I'm just a spaz right because I'm, you know, high strung as it is, you know what I mean I thought it's me I'm you know, but here's the thing last Sunday Chris Brogan and Handley both wrote about focus. Anne Handley said that she's been writing on a new book for, she's in the prep stages of writing a new book for two years or something. And she said like, I need to actually like work on the book. And she said, if I wrote one sentence a day, I would then be taking an action step to move towards my goal, right? And then Henneke, my other friend from Enchanting Marketing, she just did a course, a self-study, write it, don't fight it. So what I'm saying is I think this focus thing is a difficult issue for people. It is. It is. You know why, Swin? It, it forces you, nudges you, it goads you to do one thing. And when you do one thing, you have to face the fear of releasing everything else. And Chris Brogan's a perfect example. He tweet endorsed my first ebook. He tweet endorsed my first two ebooks and wrote a nice little piece without me asking him. I didn't ask the guy. He came across it and he's like, everybody's jealous of Ryan living this life of circling the globe as an island hopping pro blogger, but he tells you how to do it to buy the ebook. So it's like he wrote something about, <clears throat> I think he blogged eight years. Correct me if I'm wrong, seven or eight years until he got his first 100 email list subscribers okay oh, everybody hope. thinks he's lucky I, hope. I, hope. <laughs> I know i know so it's like he's like you do one thing even when it's highly uncomfortable you do it for the love of it and as you face the fears of oh my gosh i can't i'm not going to be doing this anymore i'm not going to be doing that anymore i need to be doing as much as possible you develop this magical word called clarity which is basically clearing these fears around these other things you think you need to do. And you do one thing. You literally, it's like in Think and Grow Rich, you cut the boats of retreat and you do the one thing. And it's and uncomfortable. A concentrated effort. A concentrated, a concentrated effort. For me, I'm, yeah. I'm a little weird though, because this is my, my own dilemma. Maybe some people feel this, but I think some, like I want to concentrate on one thing. There's some things when I'm in a project, I could be lost for a week. No one see me. And I'm in that one thing. But, on the other hand, 
sometimes I'm one of those people that like, I, I do a lot of writing in my head before anything goes onto the paper or into a, you know, project or mm. uh, whatever the production is. It doesn't have to be written. It could be whatever the production. I, I do a lot of that, like first research and then a lot of thinking and, you know, kind of forming it in my head. But so I like to work on more than one project at a time. Well, for example, reading, I'm a readaholic, which is a time taker too, but, but read a, but the thing is I want to, I read fiction and nonfiction at the same time. One of the, you know what I mean? So, so same with projects. I like, like I'm working on a project for this person. I don't mind, but, but then you can't, what happens is that blows up and you get too spread out. And I think that's what's happened in me. Where your intention, attention and energy goes, grows. If you give it to one thing, it will grow really quickly. Feel free to tweet uh, that guy. Right <laughs> no, no, actually, I think it was Joe Vitale or there been other Where your energy goes, it grows. Yeah. Where that's... your attention, where your attention and energy goes, grows. So you're thinking, okay, the world loves specialists. Generalist? Eh, not so much. I'd never go to a lawyer who also sold pizza on the side and is also a doctor. And so you start thinking like, okay, you could be in one niche and divide your energy between a couple different projects. That's totally okay. But if you know that where your attention energy goes grows, if you start giving it to one, two, three, four, and then you start getting into details, you're like, why haven't I released one of these? Why hasn't one of these projects been completed? Because I'm spending this much Oh, where your attention energy goes through. Why don't I just finish the one project and maybe start a little bit on the side, like anything. We want to be flexible, but when you start giving your attention to energy to multiple ventures, and let alone you know, bloggers wander outside of their niche, it's just the world loves, write that, on, the world loves <laughs> specialists, generalists, not so much. Lawyers, doctors, uh, whatever CEOs it's just we know this professional basketball players these people give their lives to one thing like me and blogging writing wise I cannot imagine how many millions of words I wrote over the years. I know I've I can't millions. no I can't I have no idea my like, grammarly counts some of mine I know I've been in I'm in the millions for sure yeah no exactly <laughs> millions and millions and millions well I think of those ebooks like I wrote 30, an ebook a day, a 6,000 word bite-sized ebook Kindle short read 30 45 minutes every day for three months in a row Right. every day wrote and self-published and it's like that's focus yeah that's what it is and it's like that's what i was doing but that was just the morning i wrote most of those ebooks in two hours two to two and a half hours and then i proofread and they went live and it wasn't rush no 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 no. it was clarity two different right. energies rush is right. like i gotta get this done clarity right. is like send me the ideas universe and i'll put them down and we'll just chill with it so so it's just like a it's that decision of like clarity focus, I'm going to do one thing. But as you're doing the one thing, start cultivating the habit of being aware of your mind and its fear saying, I have to do this. I have to do that. that <clears> that's <throat> what Henneke's course really is. I took that. It's very about habit, ha forming habits. Now here's, see, now here's a problem with me again. I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there because other people might be feeling. Yeah. I've, I've been in a business, I was in a business for 30 years that was completely a chaos type schedule. I'm not a person who's used to doing anything in my whole life at any particular time. Um, I've never, like, I. here's how it worked in that business. The phone, the fax, the email could change my life at a, heart, at a stroke of a key or a ring of a bell. And so I've, I don't, I like, I guess my free spiritedness has grown over so many years, but it, it's really, 
it's in a way it's a good thing in another way it's a detriment you know what i mean no exactly i know someone in the same business from new jersey is very high profile met many presidents you know very very um mm -hmm. uh, prominent and it's that it's that it's like boom a call and then everything goes and she'd be up how many days in a row getting yeah you work holidays you work weekends yeah, yeah, so there's no day there's time. no night there's no it's just my thing and I, I strive on that so i'm i'm good on a deadline but that could be a bad thing too because you know if you're good on a deadline the problem is you might you know like oh i know leonie dawson i, I don't know if you know her but she's uh she sold eight million dollars in e-courses so she kind of oh, knows wow. what she's doing right so i was sure. listening to her but she's her one thing that i'm picking up from her which also matches you is that there's iterations of things so while I'm trying for two years to do an e-course to make it a perfect something, her theory is similar to yours, put it out there and then keep developing it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Total abundance mindset thing, total abundance mindset. Well, think of this too, and I'm just, I just brings me back to uh, when I'm thinking about something. You could be a free spirit and have that fluidity of working around the clock and honoring your intuition and it feels good because feeling good is just where it's all at and then rein it in and say i'm going to do this one thing with it so you That's could say i could work with that because here's my note my note says know thyself this is yeah. where i differ from you people uh, you people you gurus you coaches my mentor my own mentors that like okay i do this this is why you, you should be an early morning look I've learned over my long lifetime, <laughs> I've learned that um, know thyself. In other words, when my body feels like sleeping, that's when I sleep. I don't care what time of the day or night it is. When, I when I'm feeling creative and I'm into something, I could go for, I could go for days and not even look up. Um, I've learned that instead of like listening to p other people's prediction of how, I mean, I do think there's a benefit to getting that habit. I do write every single day. So that's a good habit, <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? I think that, so now it's like a matter of focus, like you're saying, and then I think it's a matter of, but honor thyself by knowing thyself and no, look, if you're terrible at night, don't write at night. If you're exactly. terrible in the morning, don't, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, you, you should just get in your own kind of groove. I the think the only thing that I suggest every human being explore every single human being who's ever existed is some form of energy management, some form of not even personal development, self-help. It could be meditation. It could be prayer. And the only reason why is, you know, I do almost four hours a day between yin yoga, uh, kriya yoga, uh, kriya meditation and power walking exercise. So it's almost four hours a day. It's almost like what, six, whatever. It's a lot of time. Yeah, that's good. But that has helped me expand my awareness so I could become aware of my fears and help a crap load more people and then become more successful too. So the purpose behind it was just to expand my awareness. That's the only thing I suggest that everybody, like everybody could sit in a quiet room because in a quiet room, you get to see all your, oh my God, fears, your mm -hmm. terror, and you get to embrace that stuff. And then when you embrace it and you release it, you see all those happy, super happy, successful people, what they had to face. So that's the only thing I suggest that people explore. When but I, that... I jump in a boat or in a convertible for me, and I, I feel like I'm out with God because I'm out in the world and that's I it. feel the wind and I see the sky and the water and the, and the beauty and it clears my head and it gives me that's a it. whole new. That's it. There's always, everybody has their, their way of communing with 
universe, God, just being in the moment, just being in the moment and kind of seeing the oneness of everything. So you have to do what works for you. I think a lot of people are afraid you. to do what they really want or love. They're like, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm, a, I'm a weird ducky because I've always been in love with what I'm doing. I don't, I look, if they don't call it play, they call it work because it's accomplishing something. But to me, there should be play in work. There should be fun in it. You should have, like, I've always, like, like love it. I, I don't hate work. I know so many people who hate their jobs and hate work. I never have. And in writing and creating, I'm loving life even more. I know it's a second, you know, thing for me, but I love it. I mean, I just think it's so forward moving and, and I'm always learning. I think people don't, they stop, they stop at some point and it, it stuns them. It stuns them. It does, and I think most people, Suanne, they just grow up in the illusion of fear. They, 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 they're raised in an illusion of fear in the quote-unquote matrix, which is, and my friend Dana Gore, she said the matrix, like the movie, is, is actually a documentary, and she's telling the truth. I mean, you can see it every day. Most people live from predominant energy of fear, not necessarily a horror or terror, but they work a job. That or they it's, really or it's all money-centered. Money-centered. That's what it is. I've worked every day of my life to make people happy. If I make you happy with what, I'm do with what I present as my product or service, that's my win. And then the money follows. That's just my own that's theory. Always it. That's always it. And I think people assign a meaning to money other than it being a neutral means of exchange. They just add all these meanings to it based on their fears. It's this, it's that, it's security, and everything flows from within. So when you understand that, you're going to realize that if I do what I love doing, if you see these happy billionaires, I'm talking about the happy, a guy like Richard Branson, he's a happy man, right. and he's manifest billions of dollars. When you see that he's like, follow your passion, trust, surround yourself with smart people, be humble. It's like, pay close attention, guys. You're he, a guy like that's not doing it for the money. You look at even Mark Zuckerberg. I know this is very polarizing, but the man could have made hundreds of millions of dollars and sold Facebook, and he had the posture to see it through to where two sevenths of humanity signed up for his website. People love having a hundred, a thousand. That's awesome. He has two billion people. For most of us, it's, but it's like that. Ha you have to have so much posture and clarity to gain that level of exposure to do that. And then of course, now he's worth 80 billion. And I mean, again, I know- And I think on the other hand, you have to appreciate, like for me, I appreciate if I have that one person. I had somebody, a young guy last night, he said he read my post and he couldn't go to sleep now because it was making him think. To me, whoa, major win. One That's person- That's where everything is. That's where everything is, Swan, because where your attention energy goes grows. When I make a scent through like an advertising stream and it's a scent, I'm like, yes. Because when you give your attention and energy to feeling good about that scent, you be the person who manifests the 10 cents and a thousand. And then you're like, now I get it. It is between the ears and it's like building on that one person. And then Facebook was the same way. He, I'm sure he saw in the beginning, it's taking off in these college campuses and this person and that person. So you keep building on that. It's always one person, one penny, one person at a time. That's mm -hmm. it. That's everything. And, and, you, and you should appreciate those one people. Uh, um, you know, you. people forget that attitude of gratitude. And that's a core belief for me, too. Um, and also now, I just wrote because I sometimes write about what I'm thinking about today. Uh, I have an article that just came out on Lisa's small uh, business tipster, small business tipster. Commented. 
Reddit Thank you, really. Oh, I better get on that. Um, yeah, so, on Facebook and Twitter. It, yeah, and it's kind of talking about this focus, this, you know, deciding, like, I knew I wanted to do this e-course for two years. I've been working on it, and I have a bunch of e-books in my, in my world, in my, but it's just a matter of now making myself take those action steps that, okay, this is what I want, this is what I've been working on, but why isn't it happening? Make it happen, Sue Ann. So now I'm looking at things like, you know, what you say about this, you know, really clear focus. And, um, and also Chris Brogan, I'm borrowing some things from him. Like he likes to do action stacks, um, which is actually kind of like taking a task and breaking it down into what makes you go from here to here. And what I find, and this is part of Le my article with Lisa, if you don't know where you stand now, and know the steps it takes to be, you can wish I'm out here, you can wish this is what I wanna be, you can see this goal and this vision, but if you can't see what it is, and if you don't you know, match what do you have going for you, you might have, I'm gonna do this, and not have the ability to do it, whether mm. it's the resources, the know-how, the whatever it is. But my theory, and I think this you'll agree, is that you can do whatever you want, learn it and do it. Uh, we all learn on the fly. Yeah. I'd say if you want to live life, if you want to embrace life, you learn on the fly, you ship, you create, you put it out there. Because the only thing stopping people from going public, from shipping, as Seth Godin says, is fear. It's like, if you don't have the fear, you just do it, right? You just do it. There's no, there's no level of fear. So when you just start creating, you learn. You learn some. And there's a little bit of winging it. There's a little bit of that. And then you learn and you kind of create and you learn and you create. And there's something, I think it's from Abraham Hicks, and you build on it. I think it's Abraham Hicks. You'll never get it all done. And it's like, you won't. And that's the so beauty you, of life. That's yeah, what keeps that's you it. going. Like, that's if it. you're done, you're done. Like, to me, I'm never done. Because I always have something to do. I always have something to learn. I always am excited. Even though I'm old and I'm not supposed to be excited, I'm always excited about the future. Like, the future's yep. so bright. Where are my shades? Because that's it. Right. So I'm going to make an announcement right now while talking to you. I'm going to be um, kicking off my first e-course, how to bling your blog and feed that hog. And I've had that idea shut down and I'm going to just resurrect it because it's a good idea. And I have a lot of like really good stuff and really unique stuff that I want to put into it. So I am going to launch a course and um, you're going to be part of that. So there. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Exciting. Exciting. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's, it's totally you and it's fun and it's playful and we need more. We need more of you. Sue I've been in business for 30 years. Believe me, people, when I tell you, I understand business. I understand deadlines. I understand keeping your word. I understand good business. I have never had to take anyone to court for money in 30 years of business. My word is a, I've been a business person on a handshake. I tell you what I'm going to do for you. I put it in writing if you need it, like, but not a contract. I've never used it. My business is on based on contracts, not me. My contract is my word and if I do a proposal for you, you have what to expect in writing. My idea is that in the end, you're going to be so happy with what I did because I delivered beyond what you expected, at least what was on the paper, and you want to pay me. You love me and yep. you're happy to give me the money. Maybe you'll even give me extra. You know what I mean? This is exactly. my theory. If you go to work and you take the attitude of you want people to want to pay you, win, win everywhere. And I'm not working to get paid. I'm working to delight people. That's always been my thing. And that's then, it. When you have that sense of detachment, 
That's it. When you have that sense of detachment. Oh, Hi, somebody kitty, sweetie. Up. Hi, kitty, sweetie. Uh, Molly. Come on out, Molly. Yeah, basically, when you have that sense of detachment and you're doing it for the passion of service, then you can't help but succeed. It's just the way that it is. And it's something that I've been talking about for a long time. So I've seen it happen in my life. You've seen it happen with your decades of being in business and then taking it now into the online world. It's just so much easier when you just see it through. You have fun rendering a service. You practice. You learn. And you don't panic. Panic is the great business robber. It's, it seizes you of happiness. It seizes you of success. Do not panic, guys. And you know what? You, this is another aha from Ryan that I'm taking to heart. I'm taking this to heart. And you people might consider it as well, anyone who's you know tuning in. The thing about it is I think that you should, my thing is tech. I have tech fear, like tech, what do I have? Tech flare-ups, I call it, you know, because <laughs> it's over my head. I came in and it was over my head from day one. I'm doing things that are so far over my head, I can't believe I'm doing them. It's like, I, I'm doing it. And, and I can't believe my own self, you know what I mean? But the thing about that is you have to, you can go back, look, what I'm going to do and I think this is because of you, Ryan, I'm going to go back and instead of looking at those tech flare-up as a, as a, yikes, oh my God, I'm going to go back and say, wait a minute, here's what I need to do, but what is in my toolbox right now that I can use, that I can do it for now? I want it to be this in the end. I'm shooting for the moon. That's me. I'm shooting for the moon. But why can't I do that star by star? And see, my stupid self was putting myself back by thinking I can't get the moon and how to, I didn't know about taking steps on stars. I, I just wanted to go from be, look, if you're, if everybody had to be an expert who was on there, the best of the best, then nobody would learn anything from anyone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Am I right? I mean, a hundred percent. It's, it's all, it's all baby steps, little bites. But I think you have to have that ideas and possibilities thing. You also have to, uh, you know, admit the constraints or the issues and, and use those and work with those. Um, you, you have to, uh, I guess, attack those stopping points, right? With a workaround. Like, that's what I'm saying, right? So stop your own stupidity, I think, is what I'm starting to say to myself. <laughs> yeah, it's catching yourself. It's, it's the self-awareness is huge, Suan. It's just something where I spend so much time because you, I was watching a video from um, some uh, Indian guru, you know, meditation master, and he's like, be straight with yourself. And it means that's the number one gift you can give to yourself. Be honest with your thoughts and your feelings and what you're doing and why you're doing it. And then you could start uncovering this self-realization process of, oh man, I think I need to be an expert, but everybody who's uh, a new blogger can't be an expert because it's their first day as a blogger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so they just yeah. take these baby steps and these tech things and they learn, they outsource, they they trust, they, they, they stumble, they fail, they ship. And it's just these people that are the happiest in the world and the most successful, that combo, they're very at peace with baby stepping, learning, maybe failing, and then they stop really judging their outcomes. And then it's all just like, okay, it's just, an, it's the uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson experiment. This is how I live my life. His, I should say his um, experiment, his quote, all life is an experiment. The more experiments, the better. And that's everything. That's a course. That's a release. That's something that my mind that's jumping all over the place says, this means so much. And then your heart's like, no, it doesn't. I'm living forever. So it's right. just like, it's just such a funny shift. And then you're like, okay. 
this is the other thing, Ryan. This is the other thing that I've suddenly had this moment is that you're, you're allowed to have iterations of something. Your first attempt, I've been waiting to put my first masterpiece. What I should be doing is, is building, you know, in small, in small pieces, like getting better as I go, because I'm not going to learn by not doing it, by waiting to get this. You know what I mean? You, everything is just on the move. You know what, Savannah, and this is so timely. Everything's timely because everything's perfect, place, perfect time in the universe. But my 11 fundamentals of successful blogging audio course, I released it. Nobody bought it. 8,000 page views expired before somebody bought it. So I'm like, okay, something's obviously wrong with it. No, it was an iteration. It was the first actual release. It was me getting clear. Turns out the course has always been wonderful, but I had so many fears in my mind around that course that of course I couldn't sell any. 10 minutes before we started this chat, somebody just sent me an email. They said how fascinating the course was and how much they enjoyed it and how they want to include it in their work and attribute me. They just wanted to ask me. I'm like, yeah, of course mention it and you can attribute <laughs> right? me. Yeah. So I'm thinking about Feel where- free link to me. Yeah. I've changed the pricing so much, this and that, and I see where I'm at now over the past year to six months explicitly, you know, clearly just how the cycles have played out with the course. And it was just all between my ears. I had to be at peace with it, you know? So it's right. like, that's just the perfect point where it's at now. And like, okay, the course is the same content, right? but it's, it's just in my mind. <laughs> you right. See that. And, and it's also about promoting it. You're not afraid to promote yourself. I have spent literally six years uh five of them i think that i've been like really actually be like the first year i'm not even counting my six years because that's training wheels are like trying to figure out like the, i couldn't even get on wordpress it took me a year mm. and a half to get work like to fit like get help somebody help me with that thank you Catherine aragon help me thank you oh. and and um so but here's the thing so now what where i'm at now it's i'm about it's about rethinking i think the flow and the purpose of your content and you want to have win 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 objectives win for me is going out and do it a win for you is if that helps some other person and a win for your business is if, if it expands your reputation and it brings more people to to know about you um so here's what i'm thinking i need to do this and you're telling people this all the time increasing your output but I'm gonna throw a caveat in there because you know I love to write writings my thing everything in my opinion all media is based on writing somebody wrote that production somebody wrote that screen somebody wrote that audio someone you know what I mean so writing and in business writing to me is the a core thing um, so but I, I want to do more mixed media. I want to be brave enough and come on and, and do this video with you. And I'm still, still not sure if I'm brave enough, but I'm doing it, right? Um, and then I think that you are, are telling people to, to have joy in that. Because if you have joy and you can mix joy and a skill, you know, why, why not move forward? Um, but let's talk about the skills in the mix of the media. Now, I really have been trying, and I have three years of videotape to say that I've been thinking video. I know it's been the way that, you know, the internet and the digital age is moving, but it's not my favorite thing. But Mark Schaefer suggests, and when he suggested I pay a little bit of attention, <laughs> um, he suggests that you don't have to be all things you can pick where you shine if you want to shine if writing is your shine you don't have to be a video person but i think there's a benefit in video and i want to do it i don't have to be on camera though to do it is what i'm starting to think there's other ways to do really awesome video work 
that doesn't mean showing, you know, old fading me. <laughs> you know what I mean? You want to follow your heart. You want to see what am I really passionate about? And I think some people, they're really passionate about video, but they have a lot of fears around seeing themselves, listening to themselves and judging themselves. Mm -hmm. But underneath those fears, there's the man, I really would like to do it. That's for some people. For other people, those people, I suggest you nudge into it and get into the fears. For other people, literally, they're like, I just have no passion for it. I just, I have so much fun writing. So give your attention and energy to writing or whatever works for you. So yeah, Mark yeah I mean, I would, point. I would just assume write and put you or, you know, somebody else in front. Here's, here's great, you know, uh, here's great production, but you be the face because I'm not comfortable on video. Um, and you know what? I think I'm going to say this and I know this is not a good thing to say, but I think women are way more self-conscious or, or have less, self-esteem or or more worried about because i think in some ways women are judged harsher than men in their appearance and so forth and you know i'm getting old but i'm not changing it i'm still like i i was as a kid i'm not a makeup person i'm not i'm just me but I, i'm not trying to make myself be young and be a makeup girl and you know even when i was you know doing uh, teaching aerobics courses seven times a day and being a competitive figure skater and in flawless shape i still didn't want to be you know what i mean i yeah. I, I still didn't like i had trouble putting a profile picture up uh five and six years ago i have thousands of pictures of food and my work and whatever but i hadn't like it's i just never have wanted to be on the camera so i've always been the wizard behind the curtain yeah yeah you have to do what's what really resonates with you because we can't do everything and we can mix things up and add multimedia and appeal to people through their medium of choice. Some people love to listen, some people love to watch, some people love to read. And that's cool, but you always have to think about what your person wants to do. There, there because you when you do what you're clear on and what you're really passionate and what you could be, you know, genuine, what you genuinely vibe with, then you'll be fine. It's when you try to do all these other things just because someone suggests it, you ultimately you have to, you, you just figure out on this journey, people will help you, people will inspire you, they'll give you the knowledge, but ultimately it's all up to you and your, what you and get And it's clear kind on. of, for me, I guess I, I, I have to, I'm going to ease in because I love it. I want to do, I mean, I don't know if I want to like do, I want to do video. I don't want to be on camera maybe, I guess, but um, I'm going to actually, I'm, I'm actually going to do a thing to later where I'm going to like actually tape me like getting onto something new that I'm doing and like try to show people you know how it is starting out like if I could do this you could do this here let's watch my screen and um mm. that's a form of a video without me being the center part of it it's learning this new software maybe and that would be something different than I've done for the most part I've only done like one kind of explainer learner video but why wouldn't I share what I'm learning that's another way I could put out more content and in in different ways so you know this is me who has a five-year solid base and has clients look and, and that's the other thing i have clients but i've always worked for myself for 30 years and i think that i want to like try this course because i want to go back to like it's it's what i want and i can you know make it my own mark instead of i prefer that yeah i prefer that i don't i did coaching for a while i i enjoyed it on one level but and i like having clients but i prefer having uh customers 
And well, it's just you know like what? a different energy. The thing is too, you, you can help one person, but but why not help that's a exactly lot of good. people? That's why I changed. I, I did a redirect like two years ago from my coaching page. I just did a redirect, redirect to my course. So it's like you have six hours of Ryan Bidoff coaching, 24-7-365, like at scale, I can reach more people. And I need to do it too, Suan, because I'm not traveling as much now, but usually I'm circling the globe. So it's like trying to run a consultant business, client-based business with all the time differences. And right. it's just too much. Like I've experienced that individually. You know, when you're in Bali and it's 12 hours ahead in New York time and somebody's in Wisconsin, it's just like, wait a second. So I, I just, it works better for me from that level. And again, you have to do what works most for you. And I think you just hit the, the hit, you hit something I have marked right here. You have to take, and this is my new attitude, thanks to you and a few others. You have to take an experimental attitude, Yeah. right? You have to put it out there. You have to stay up and you have to be forward moving. You have to, like, that's the other thing. I'm always like looking at something new. So if you take forever to put something out there, I'm already reading and learning into the future. So by not iterating things and putting them out there quick enough, I'm kind of losing some ground in, in really moving forward. I don't want to be like working on something that the internet, the digital age was doing two years ago. I want to be looking towards what can we do next? What's new and exciting? Well, that's the thing you see, you gain greater clarity by shipping. You create something, you publish it, then you learn on the fly. And I saw something recently there was a uh, a poll of like 25 multimillionaires and I believe like 20, something around 20 failed. Oh my goodness. 17 to 20 ventures were pure flopping failures where they almost made like nothing. Right. And then you start seeing like, it's, it doesn't have to be that way, but most of us just have so many fears to face. And well, really that's the thing that people are working for money. I'm working because I'm having a blast that's it. <laughs> and, and I've it. always been that way. And then and money it. does happen to like, every time I get nervous, am I going to pay the bills? Something, something comes through it. That's exactly it. The, when you don't have the outcome and that's when you just have that trust and that abundant mindset and that belief that you're always cared for and that will always work out. When you get that to be your core, then it always is that way and it's just you see the money and the success and then people start promoting it for you like that guy 8,000 views and nobody touched it nobody bought it and now people are promoting it freely I mean my yeah. friend uh, Corey uh, Corey Lee at Corey writes she did this whole I didn't even ask her she, when I had a little rebate on it for a little discussion. she's a good she writer, writer by the way I just started reading her writers. stuff she promoted it she mm -hmm. created all these graphics for me I don't know how much time and energy and I'm like you don't have to do it she's like I want to so you right. see the universe through other people are going to help you when you gain the clarity and you gain the clarity by experiment. And get out of your own stupid little head yeah. and join this blogosphere. It's beautiful. Yeah, like Ryan's brought is. me into this bigger blogosphere. Thank you. I mean, seriously, this is a good place to talk about my next issue because here's my, here's my, my weighing you know my i guess it's this pulling against this okay so there's professionalism and branding that you worry about and and being in a corporate world it's natural that i have this like perfectionism addiction conflict affliction because um i'm used to things having to be you know exact cross the t's dot the i's there's no such thing as late in business that's what i say i say there's no such thing as late in business and there's no such thing as late to a good party that's just my own thing mm. but you know what i mean but the thing is so my my hang up i think comes down to like branding and professionalism keeping that 
you know, as best quality as I can possibly do versus that speed of digital. And maybe more importantly, I'm stunting that theory of continuously creating the idea of putting your ideas out there and then working through and, and you know, iterating, moving forward. So that is the next problem. Like if I put it out too fast, then is it sloppy? Am I, you know what I mean? I, I don't want to be that. I still want to be, you know, the kind of credible professional that I've tried to be my whole life, I guess. Yeah, this is where pure self-acceptance and self-love comes into play. And this is why I spend the many years of my life doing the meditation and the yoga. Because when we, we just pull, when we expand our awareness, we realize we're not our mind, we're not our fears. We're watching it all. We're just spacious awareness watching a movie called Our Life. So we're just sitting back. The real us is our spirit. It's just like, hey, look at this funny. But then in our mind, it gets into the duality and the judgment. I want to be professional so people don't call their spirit there. Okay, spirit, I want to be professional so people don't. Okay, I got to be. But then I want to be myself. And you see, you'll find the mix the more you just completely love and accept yourself. And it sounds like, uh, you know, a blogging Buddha here, but it's 100% <laughs> because then, then you'll find Then you'll find the mix between professionalism and like, hey, I want to make sure it's not rife with grammar errors or it's not sloppy and it's cleaner and crisp. And the mix between that and, and I'm going to let it ride and yeah. shipping it, shipping. letting it ride and then hitting the publish button. Because when your critic dies, when the inner critic dies, and for me, it's largely died, thank goodness. Um, when that dies, people can say anything about you and you can publish anything. And since you have clarity, it doesn't bother you. Like I just went through a one-star review this morning. And I usually don't give attention to them, but I did a breakdown for my friends and it was just very biting. And one of my ebooks, he never did this, he never did that. But since I don't really have a highly developed fear of that after a lot of fear diving and fear feeling, I looked at the review as someone who is in pain and afraid mm -hmm. because they're buying into the illusion of fear. And when you're afraid and in pain, you can't see the truth, which is love. So then my whole ebook lists everything out specifically how to do it. I'm clear on that. She saw a different version of reality. So then I'm like, it was professional, it was clear, it was me, and it was just this other person's stuff. So when you develop that level of clarity when it comes to feedback, and I'm still open, it's not like, oh, nobody could have their, you know, I'm open to it and I'll listen and then, you know, let me see, are they telling the truth? Are they clear? Yeah, you want to, you do want to take, you know, negative feedback into consideration, I think, in case you can learn from it. But if you're yeah. just a jerk face, then I don't even want yeah. you to talk to me. Don't be in my world. I don't want that in my world. And I think, like, I've yeah. heard, I think, is it Donna Merrill that says your vibe is your tribe or something? Or yeah. maybe it's Erica. But it's really important, I think, that, look, if you don't like me, like, get off the boat. Because I yeah. learned this in my other business. Look, here's the truth. People, for the, from the day I started my business, and, and I didn't talk about like my business for at least, I don't know, six or 10 years because I was so afraid <laughs> I was going to, I was a young girl when I started my own business. And I used yeah. to have people that like would push me aside and go to the older lady who worked for me. They wanted to talk to the owner. And they're like, mm -hmm. you know, she'd be like, you know, that little girl you just knocked over, that'd be the owner and <laughs> go see her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, they walked right over my head because I was younger, right? Yeah. So yeah. I've learned starting with that lesson that you cannot judge anyone. It's a big mistake and people yeah. do it. And if you want to judge me, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's just like I wrote about on your blog. I, this is one of the reasons I love writing for your blog is because I can say my freeing 
crazy thought. I've never been a dress for success person because I don't think it's about how you dress. I think it's about what you deliver and who you are. You know what I mean? It's about a lot more than what anyone's cover is. It's not about your cover. People that are looking at your cover and making, I don't know. I'm just against well, that. Well, the, the, the most power, the, the person on earth with almost perhaps the most worldly power, worldly now, worldly power and influence wears $10 t-shirts. It's Mark Zuckerberg. He has a list oh, of his old t-shirts. Mine was less than that, I bet. Oh, no, me? My, I bet you mine was less around. than 10. <laughs> this is one of my faves. Well, my wife, Kelly, jokes around about being, wearing, being blogging from Paradise Chic. Like, all I own is shirts and shorts. I wear them to bed. I don't even wear pajamas. It's just, I don't, and it's, it's like, I wear these clothes, but you can make my life into a Netflix series, legitimately. And I've actually right. had a couple ideas out there, and I have friends, and there's possible ideas with it happening. That so it's like, so fun. if I live a movie-worthy life and I wear shirts and shorts, I think we'll all be okay. Well, you know what? It, then <laughs> that's what it. If you if you're not cool with me being me, then like get off the boat. Like I that's said, that's exactly it. Because that's, exactly that's it. and that's been a hang-up. Because I think some people, because they were like, now, nah, like even my title of my blog course how to bling your blog and feed that hog which it is a hog it blog is a hog i'm just gonna put it out there guys if you don't think so sorry but that doesn't mean it's not business oriented like they're like yeah. oh you're not get, you're not gonna attract business blogging or business people want to well all blogging is in some way a business unless you're just writing a diary right exactly. so so uh, you know i don't understand why you can't mix fun and business i always have I always have, and have that's to. my theory. And if you're not cool with that, then, you know, maybe somebody else is the way to go. But I'm hoping that, you know, there's somebody that can vibe with my own quirkiness, I guess. So I think it comes to this, the focus to completion, the content, the content to experiences and pathways and strategies leads, you know, your intention for that creativity gives you a quicker output. It, it, it's a, a cost in quality and your reputation is my fear. But like you said, you know, you kind of got to, what? You feel, well, when you, you embrace, gotta, yeah. yeah, you Grab embrace it, it, you hug it. Cause you start to think like, yeah, I'm, I'm afraid of what these people think of me. That's what it is at its core, what they think of my business and I'll lose business. And it's like the person this morning that left that photo, oh, they left the review a while ago when I was looking at it, four or five people agreed. So since I largely love and accept myself, I can see those people don't, and I'm just a mirror. When people criticize you, everybody's a mirror, we're all connected. So I'm a mirror. So if somebody criticizes me, that's what they see in themselves. It has nothing to do with me. So when I can, yeah. coming with that realization, you lose the fear of reputation because you have no control over that anyway. I can't right. control anybody's thoughts. I right. could be really nice and friendly, and the more at peace you get with that, you'll have some critics and you'll have some people say, oh, bad reputation, it's garbage, rip off. But then you'll see most people really love me. So you'll That's understand. That's the thing about dress for success too, because you're judging me when you are, I, if I feel comfortable, what's your problem? You're, it's That's, your judgment it's on me. There, not, it's it's not how I feel. is, Sue Ann, all criticism, everybody listening, please, if you take one idea from this podcast. All criticism is a 100% projection of an individual and how they view self and has nothing to do with you. You're just the mirror and not the object. Remember that. And That's you'll you have to step into that and energetically own it and feel it and clear your own fears and own criticism and all that. Well, and but the truth is that you're set. The truth is people's criticisms of me or judgments of me have knocked me back. You know what I mean? I've stopped creating 
you know, what I want to do and what I'm doing because somebody else said that's a bad title or that's like, you're not going to, you know what I mean? Like I've let them knock me, like I didn't put up my first introductory video because someone said, you know, uh, uh, and I was so proud of it. And, you know, maybe it wasn't what it should have been, but it was my first attempt. I should have published it. I should have shown it to people. Um, even if it wasn't, even if it made me look like I'm new because I wasn't so new at that time, but someone knocked it down and I didn't put it out there. So that's, I think, I think that's one of the lessons I would like us to be telling people. Like if you don't do Especially creative I iterations, if you don't, you know, put it out there, if you let other people knock you down, you're not moving forward. Do it for you and the people who can, love you right there's going to be certain points in your life where you'll have to trust your intuition your heart your passion over every other human being on earth who will tell you you're making a mistake and that's happened in a few times in my life and it's truly the beginning of a, a genuinely remarkable life when everybody in the world says you're making a mistake you're doing this you're doing that when they have problems with you and you have to trust your heart call it god call it whatever universe source those are the points when you begin to meet the real you and then from there, people could say whatever they want about you. And you're like, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, and then you just move on. This is what's funny, Ryan, too, because look, this, I, can't, I started to say this. Uh, I can't, in my first business, I was a really young girl and I'm starting it. And, you know, everybody was a critic and everybody felt the need to tell me how to do, do it. And, you know, the competitors did it this way because they had a certain training that I didn't have. But guess what? Because I didn't have that training and I thought of it this way, some of those things became like make differentiation in the marketplace because mm. I didn't do it the way the rest of the whole group did it. I said, huh, that makes no sense to my stupid self. And it turned out to be something that differentiated me because I went against the grain. So what I've, what I did in my first business, why I can't seem to grasp onto this now, what I did in my first business was sort of a heads down, blinders out, competition everywhere, haters everywhere. Everybody else can do it better than me. I got to blow that off and head down do my thing keep on my path do the best i can and that i knew all my life why have i why have i been so scared about all this i'm probably because i started out like with no not you know like i said i like you what's a blog blog that you mean an mm. article you know what i mean mm. so i guess it depends on you know it's about keep your head down and be you do your thing right it's moving from the competitive plane of fear to the creative plane of love. So when you're thinking like, I'm not gonna go against anybody, but work with people and for them, work for, work with, go together, tune into abundance, then you leave all that behind, you leave the competitive. And most of the people who follow you, they're gonna have that same competitive energy because again, your attention energy just grows. So you're gonna be surrounded with abundant, like-minded people and nobody's gonna be talking about splitting the pie. They're gonna be like, here's even a pie, it's just unlimited abundance. And that's the type of energy where you start to do freaking awesome things. And like you lose the fear of competition. I am not kidding. I cannot think of the last time over years of my life where I thought about somebody else taking my traffic. They can't touch me. And that's not arrogance. That's just clarity, right? They can't touch me. Nobody can touch you. Nobody can touch anybody if you don't have the fear. You're well, only and you know, it's a mistake. I think it's a mistake compared because what happens when you start paying attention to your, you know, quote unquote, I don't think anyone's a competitor. I think there's yeah. a space for everybody. But when you start paying attention to your quote unquote competitors, then you start then you start like questioning yourself or you try to imitate them. I'd rather do my unique individual take on it. Let them follow me. How's that? 
Yeah, well, it is. Yeah, Yeah, we're all leaders and followers, and that's the beauty of it. And you could learn from people in your in your niche, and you could co-create because we live in abundance. The the competition, the fear—it's fear is an illusion. Most people appear to be living in fear, but again, that's the Matrix. That's the movie. That's real life documentary. I didn't see that movie. I'm an idiot. Oh, it's I I only saw it once, but I'm like that was enough. It was a good movie, but then you see, it's just this idea of. Most humans live in the illusion of fear and then they make all these bad decisions and they, they competition and fight and straining and striving. Whereas if you feel the fear and release it and it's unpleasant, I'm not going to lie, but you feel your deep fear, then you do things from a place of love and abundance and everything happens really easily. And well, it just, that's the other side too, because when you're, when you feel like, I guess, jealous, jealous of you know somebody else's success for me i want i'm happy when you're awesome i want to promote your awesomeness i i'm a good i'm better at promoting everybody else than i am at promoting myself in truth but but i feel like uh, my weird because i don't feel jealous for you i feel good for you there's people who if you do well they they don't like you or something instead of like yay for you why can't people cheer each other on i believe that's a better way to exist it's a hundred percent it's your choice you can do what you want but that's my theory well no your abundance mindset has helped you succeed and and have success and make money and just have fun helping people and they're caught up in the fear and i'm glad you brought up make money because this is i would like to kind of switch my model and this is the next and last or next to last point, I guess here. I, I guess we're taking longer, but that's okay because it's a learning thing here. Um, but sales and selling approaches in the digital space, you already mentioned that you had to change some of your strategies, some of your sales strategies, some of your income models, and importantly, getting it to market. You know, um, do you want to give me a little anything on that theory? Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, models? I mean, one of the things I learned more than anything, Suanne, was so much income channels are just receiving channels so like when i took the pressure off that i'm like okay i have all the content already i have all the knowledge i need i know what my readers need help with so let me just create these things in different formats like a course ebooks i have the knowledge i've been writing blog posts i've written whatever 30 20,000 blog posts so it's like i have all that so between the guest posts let me just package it in these Ebooks, convert those to audiobook, convert them to paperback, um, courses, um, and just simply sell these things to people, but then get to market with them. Don't wait for it to be perfect. Create it, put it out there. You might stumble. Like, I'm only, I'm gonna, honesty, transparency. I'm just transparency. I stopped writing ebooks in 2015, and over the past two months, I'm finally starting to promote every single one effectively now it doesn't mean it needed to be that way but when you write 130 ebooks or whatever it's just a different model than writing one and putting on a blitz but then i'm noticing by getting it to market and by getting clear on receiving money and by getting being really generous like i I write five guest posts a day and i place them because i have admin rights and then i also have five posts a day on my blog when you're really generous and you create the content, you already have the content there, <clears throat> but you package it in these things called premium resources, and you look at these premium resources as simply receiving channels. Right. The money's in the trust, the money's in the free content, the money's in the friendships, the money's in relationships, the money's in this podcast. When you realize that, you just totally chill about money, you don't even think about it, 
And like Donna Merle says, it's just there. It just shows up. And you've experienced it too. It follows. It well, does. here's what's funny too that for me, because since I am so like kind of on the creative side brain, even though I am business, I'm not mathematical. And that is, that's something that silly me didn't think about. Because if you do think mathematically, you could realize that you could sell 10 people a hundred dollar course and make a little pocket change. Right. And like, I never like, and I, I think I would have more fun creating and making money direct like that than doing it through the client work that I'm doing. I it's enjoy a very that. different model. Yeah. No, the client stuff is fun, but that's the thing too. I finally realized and there was fear there because I'm thinking of passive income. I hadn't made as much money through passive streams. I'd only made it through freelance writing years ago and you know right right i do but i had this i had to trust and say if i just create and connect and i get clear on receiving money then i'll make more and more money through these passive streams so i had to make that like blanket and you 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 are very niched you know what i mean you're kind of all concentrated in in that but i I think that that's another mistake some people make i don't think this applies to you because you're in blogging and that's really this it's not yeah yeah too tiny but i think some people like put all their uh, you know for lack of better example all their eggs in one basket that Mm. but i think what it is is like they create create this one thing and that's like their thing and that's their only thing and i agree about repurposing for something you spoke about earlier repurposing in order to reach new audiences where they want to be whether it be audio video whatever repurposing for that reason is one thing but repurposing one idea in your world for your whole life i'm having i'm struggling with that because like chris brogan he's like look you put it out there it's done move on you need a new idea and see that's that was something that screwed me up too because i started realizing it's not about creating this one damn course it's about continually creating it's not put all your eggs into this one thing it's about this is one course now i'm going to try this i'm learning that why can't i put that out and then you start creating kind of multiple streams abundance abundance mindset there's the fear there's a a little more of a fear mindset it's abundant thinking and acting abundant thinking feeling and acting it's the abundance mindset james altucher who's a very colorful character positive he said the best way to promote your current ebook yes best way to promote your current ebook is to write the next ebook yeah. Best way to promote that ebook is through. And then you see that pure abundance mindset. And when you have Bob Proctor, who's this self-help guru, I don't know how old he is now, 80 something, but he's one of the guys early 2000s helped me get me on this journey. The last I heard, he had, I think, uh, 220 income streams. Wow. Think and then about you that. think 220, it doesn't mean he's making millions for everyone. I'm sure yeah. there's some who's making six bucks a month. But when you start adding it up and you keep generously helping people, you get into that abundant detached space where you'll just see more and more success. But so much of this comes from having passive income models. But I also think that, uh, that, that some people like jump in and they're going to go right into money. I've taken yeah, five yeah. years or six years yeah. to get to where now I'm ready, I think, to be about That's selling. exactly it. It can never be about the money. You have to have that sense of detachment. I saw a seven-figure blogger speak. And he talked about the first year of his career. He wrote three blog posts a day, very content rich. And he built his friend network with uh, individuals from huge publications, very famous world renowned publications. He made, I think, 600 bucks after a year. How many people would jump ship and panic after the first week? Right, right, right. Now he gets a thousand emails a day and he only reads emails that are two words, three, four words or less. 
he's that busy, a thousand emails a day, he makes millions and millions, and you see that level of clarity in not being about the money, but the process and feeling abundant and trusting, that sets the foundation and lays the framework for that stunning success, which doesn't even really need as much of these people. I mean, I'm grateful for my success, but my fun is in helping people, and that feels like a bonus, and in traveling, and it's just, it can't be about the outcome, yeah, it has to be it's about more, the process. Yeah. And, but, and, but see, that's, that's where I've been. Like, I think I, I think that because I started another business and I did things when I started a business that you could not pay me to do. There's nobody could pay me what I did to make happen what happened because, and that's the other thing too. Some people can't work for themselves. I'm sorry. You have Mm -hmm. to work for, when you work for yourself, in my opinion, you work harder. At least I would work harder than anyone could make me work. Yeah, exactly. Understand? Yeah, so, 100%. So I, you know what, so I should stop stopping myself and listen to you and listen to, you know what I mean? Other people who are saying you have something to offer. I have a five-year solid base. I may not have an, an email list, but I hopefully have a little bit of a tribe, you know, some people who you might do. support me. You have the content and the creation and the connection. So you just slowly, so now always gonna, from that slow, casual space, you could roll out a course. I did my so, first affiliate post and it's one of my most shared articles on my entire site. There you and it's go. my very first affiliate. I didn't make any money yet, but I didn't care. Like I just said, Hey, I'm trying it. I spoke as authentic as I could be. This is me trying my first affiliate, you know? That's just awesome. You just get it out there and you gain clarity in doing it and you add an income stream here, write an ebook there, you convert it to an audiobook and you see if that pure abundance, then when you, it's like having all these fishing poles in the water, or just like it's just you yeah and then you're not there. just trying to like do that one thing and and your whole so life depends action. on it and, and that's so much, where i think so much I was heaviness and resistance and just that heaviness around it yep yep and it's a common thing it was with me years ago but then i you know i eventually learned and embraced it and put the stuff out there make friends create connect and, and here's uh, the thing i think the, the thing the bottom line ryan from you that that is gonna make me move move now in a way you've never seen sue ann i'm gonna be I have my tail on fire people but <laughs> here's the thing because what it comes down to is there's a beauty of a simple approach so if i don't have the technical technical know-how to do whatever or whatever who cares are you there did i lose you Oh. I am here. Yeah, oh, it froze just a little bit. A minute. Yeah. yeah. So the thing yeah, about it is, yeah. don't let the technology beat. Don't let anything beat. You take a simple approach, and Ryan does that really well. You don't have your videos on your site. You keep your site smoother. Everybody puts like I, I like. I'm a little colorful. I do do a little bit graphics and what have you. But I'm starting to think instead of putting that video there, do what Ryan does and put that link there. That simplifying it keeps your site running smoother. Still makes it accessible to people. That's simplifying to me. That's an example of simplifying. Um, another way to simplify is that I have these big, huge dreams about how I want to do something that's really creative and unique with my e-course. But why can't I start with it being creative, creative and unique, but only at this level that I'm able to in technology? Eventually, I'd like it to be a, a production, an, an, an anim, you know what I mean? Animated, exactly. or whatever. So yeah, so I think I think that with your help and you know other people I you know are, that are my mentors and friends, I think I'm finally finally changing that mindset to a don't think it's all about this one thing you need to you know keep it going and b experiment and put out different kinds of content and don't be so afraid i'm so i've been so 
shy about it, even though. Yeah, you learn along the way because you develop you develop the self awareness. Like you see, okay, I've been this way, and that's cool, and I've had some success, and I'm having increasing success actually. But you're seeing just how you can grow and expand and how you can face fears and be like, okay, I've been afraid of this. I'm going to feel the fear and move in that direction. And then on the other side of the fear is greater success, greater happiness, more people serve more than anything. And it helps you scale and it helps you get in touch with more people and serve more people. And then, you know, just as an added bonus, extra cherry on top, you know, icing on the cake, make more money. Here's here's what it comes down to, to to okay here's what I here's here's my sum up of what we've been and what I'm thinking too, you have to identify what's ultimately important and then just go all in, that's the first one. The second one that this is this is all from you, Ryan. Action over perfection. Make a note because that's a tough one, people, especially if you you know are business oriented like myself. Then. The th next thing is start to earn in new ways. Why not? Why not try it? I think I have a solid five years in that I'm ready to go out and, and try to do something, you know, in the digital space, not just on a client basis. And, and I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm not, I, I think I'm not scared anymore. Um, and that's like a huge breakthrough for me. Like I said, after six years of hard work. So you know, you have the uh, you have your body of excellent work. You have writing experience. You've been experimenting with different projects. You start building that tribe in your audience, and then you have a better idea of what they're looking for, which is one of the things that you pointed out. Maybe we haven't uh, showcased it's that uh, customer centricity that's so important because if if you're not helping anyone, you might as well talk to the wall, right? Mm. And then there's the credibility because people have to realize that you are credible, that you've, like in my case, I can, what I'm going to do in how to bling your blog and, and feed that hog is, is going to be what I've learned to get to where I'm at. You know what I mean? And, mm. it, and, and, and so that credibility should be that I've already done it. And, and, and now I'm going to, you know, spread it out with other people and help them, you know, level up their game. And then the solid network of colleagues, which includes mentors. It includes clients and it includes your friends in the space. Um, and then acknowledging whatever holdups or holdbacks you have to break down, you know, those action steps and build everything that you need. So you have to, and you already said this, but this is in my notes before we talked, you have to have an honest assessment of your own self and a realistic plan don't just spaz, you know what I mean? You have to have a real, and I think, I think I, that's my sum of what, where we're at here. Well, Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Being straight with yourself, agreed on all of them. Be guys, be straight with yourself. And that just means be honest about your thoughts, your feelings, why you're doing something, how you're doing something. And the more you could just feel the fears, it's unpleasant, but the more you feel them and you nudge into these uncomfortable areas, well, I've just done this one thing income wise and now I'm getting into ebooks. How the heck do you, I don't know. Nobody will buy that. Oh, right. that's a fear. That's a living, but so you have to nudge into that. That'll feel unpleasant, but then you just learn step-by-step. Step. <clears throat> you may sell one that doesn't sell. <laughs> you offer yeah. for sale, you know, okay. and, and my first ebooks before the blogging paradise, I sold four copies in four months, you know, a copy a month. And this is, this is 2013 way back, different blog, right. different brand, the whole bit. But it's like, that was my first foray and it was like, it felt unpleasant, but I learned so much about 
my fears and doubts. And that's kind of what life is. And it kind of came to be like, that's okay. I had one. That's exactly it. Yeah. It detaches you from the outcomes and you have to be super, not entirely, we're human. We're living a worldly life here, but almost completely detached from outcomes to do this bit with joy and passion and to really nail it and to be like everywhere because you can't stop to see how you're doing because there's more people to help. Not from a place of desperation. I don't think I'm ever going to be like Ryan bit off. Everyone in the whole world knows who he is, but I still think (laughs) (laughs) I still, I wish (laughs) the game, right? (laughs) No, you're doing awesome. Stuan. your, your Twitter stream is inspired. It's guys follow her on Twitter. She knows how to tweet. (laughs) <laughs> that is how you tweet to build an engaged, loyal following. That's how you I really got all my clients. My superstar tweeter. <laughs> Seriously, you're tweeting, your comments, you're genuine, you're generous, you know your stuff inside out. And it's just keeping at what you're doing and then just uncovering fears along the way because that's all that it is. Once you uncover the fears and you move in those directions, you'll see the greater exposure greater worldly success and you'll be like oh all it was is i'm sticking to the basics i got everything down cold now it's just nudging into fear oh yeah open a couple more income streams just from a casual place and then watch your inner critic yeah doing a video with me well then look at it this leaves your comfort you said you you left your comfort zone to do this but then you're going to see by doing that how many people will reach by that blanket decision of i'm going to do the video i'm getting out of my head it's uncomfortable and you saw, wait a second, I made that uncomfortable decision. How many people are we going to help by you doing that? And it's just the beauty of it. And you see, man, it's just all on the other side of fear. It's all mm-hmm. on the other side of discomfort. And you've experienced that with your, you know, your business over the years, offline business and business online. And you're going to see it's just that continual unfolding. So you did awesome. You know, awesome I think it's so much fun. It. I'm, I'm always having so much fun. And I think you have fun too. And, and so maybe that's something people should think about too. Don't be too like panic stricken, have fun. And then it goes better. <laughs> it does. It does. And it's easier. It really, it gets uncomfortable, but it does smooth things out. Definitely. So like Ryan and like Suze, go out there and mix sizzle and shake your business and be the best you can be. Thanks for being here today, Ryan. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, Suan, thank you so much. I appreciate it, my friend. Thanks for checking out this Right Mix for Business presentation. Remember, if you need to bling your blog or you need help with any content assets for your business, write, mix, for business. Yep. You're just cruising along with your business blog when you suddenly realize my blog is a hog. If you're anything like me, you know it's an outright piggity pig. It hogs your heart. It hogs your time. It hogs your thoughts. In fact, it's on your mind a lot. But if you bling your blog and feed that hog, then you can take your blog all the way to blog hog heaven.